Hey, this is the Bud Man, and you're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. Now to our studio and your host, local real estate expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. Good morning, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And first of all, I want to wish everyone a happy Easter and hope you have a great day. And so, um, you know, we're talking real estate. I'll end up with a little Easter thing, but um, basically just wanted to hope you guys all have a great day and enjoy um the, the Christian holiday, if that's what you celebrate. And if you don't, I just hope you have a great day anyway. Um, but basically, um, going into our stats and looking into what's going on and everything in the last week, last week, there were 519 homes sold, which was up from the week before, which was 444. And as you guys know, if you listen often, it was the last week of the month. And so it's always higher the last week of the month. They're trying to always get um, everything done done the last minute. I don't know why lenders do that, why they always want to do the last day of the month, but they do. And so as a result of that, you know, it um, increases the number of sales that happened the previous week. So 519 is what there were, what there were. Um, the average or the median price, I'm sorry, is 423500 So again, holding very steady when it comes to single family homes, you know, um, a little bit higher than it was, you know, uh, on the high side, you know, because it's always between 385 and four and four and a quarter, 450, somewhere in there. And we're at 423.5 for this week. So um, when we're looking at it, um, the overall of those 519 homes, 47 of them were under 250,000, then 55 between 250 and 300, 125 between 300 and 400, 108 between 400 and 500, um, 157 of them between 500 and a million, and then 27 of them over a million. So there's a good smattering going across, you know, of where they're coming from and everything. So every price range has houses that are for sale or sold. And these counties that I'm comparing are Orange, Osceola, Lake, and Seminole counties. So those four counties make up these stats. And these are all the ones that are sold through the multiple listing service. So they don't necessarily include all the new builds. They don't include um, for sale by owners or um, those kinds of things. So these are just the ones that are actually on the market that you're going to see, you know, um, through realtor.com or Zillow or something like that. Okay. And then um, the months of inventory, which is always very important too. Oh, on average, we're at 1.71. And the reason that that's important is because a normal market is somewhere between three and six months. And we only hit that normal market place between over a million. And that's at 4.12 months of inventory there. Um, all the other ones are under two months. Under 250, it's only at 1.37. Under um, From 250 to 300, it's, only, it's under a month. It's 0.96, so pretty close. And then um, 300 to 400, it's 1.34. 400 to 500, 1.69. And 500 to a million is 1.96. So not a lot of inventory out there. And that's what keeps our prices pretty consistent and everything as we're going along as well. And then if you're wondering what the list to ask price is, um, overall, it's 97.41. 
under 250, it was 95.1, which under 250 and over a million are usually our biggest variant points because that's the entry point. And then it's also, you know, the ones that have more inventory. So 95.1 was under 250 and 94.35 was um you know, over um, a million. Then in between that, um, you're looking at 98s across the board, 98.12, 98.54, 98.01, and 98.03. So basically when you're looking at it, you know, 98% of asking price, so within 2% of asking price is usually what's happening. Now, I know I've mentioned on a few different um, shows lately that we have seen that there are quite a few of them that actually have closing costs contributed by the seller. And so um, this is just the the base price. So if you took that closing cost into it, it might be a little bit less. So you might want to keep that in mind as well. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So now looking at the condos, um, villas, and townhouses, there were 181 of them that sold last week, over 140 the week before. So again, end of the month, so that's the reason for that. Um, 263000 was the median price of those that type of product versus um, 423.5 for the single family homes. So, um, you know, just an entry level for a lot of places, a lot of people, but, you know, there are million dollar condos as well. None of them sold last week, but there are 14 of them on the market. So um, breaking down those 181 condos, there were 80 of them that sold under 250, 25 between 250 and 300, 50 between 300 and 400, 18 between 400 and 500, 8 between 500 and a million, and then none of them that sold over a million last week. So when you're looking at the inventory there, they're at 1.76 overall, whereas the single family homes were at 1.71. So pretty close, right? And um, when you're looking, um, you know, kind of the, it skewed a little bit like under 250, it was 1.27 months versus 1.37 in the houses. But then when you start getting higher, it's closer to two. And then when you're 500 to a million, they've got five months of inventory. So just a little bit different animal. And so that's why we like to separate it out and let you know what's going on. When you're looking at the stats that you see on the news, they're generally going to be all of these figures combined. And so that median price is smaller. But I like to tell people when they're out there looking at a house that they definitely need to look at, um, you know, what they're looking at. So if you're looking at... um, um, I've got somebody right now that's looking at a house and they want to spend 370000 And so getting that house, it's not impossible. Obviously, you know, that, that really um, in our little stat here that we're looking at, there are a couple hundred houses last week that sold in that price range. But they're also looking for a pool. They're also looking for a certain size house and that kind of thing. And so as a result of that, you know, you have to go a little bit outside of the box. That's outside of the area, maybe a little bit further and that kind of thing, too, in order to find exactly what they're looking for, because they do want that move in ready house and a certain size and all of that kind of thing. And, you know, so there's only so many things 
things that you can work in. There's there's basically the price, the type of property that you're going to buy, the location, you know, and all of those kinds of things. And so something's got to give the size of the property that you're getting potentially or something else to make make that happen. Um, when you're, you're looking again at the, um, ask to, um, sold price, you're at 97.95 overall, um, for the condos, which it was 97.41 on the single family home. So it's pretty close right across the, the board and everything. Um, it's a little bit higher because the under 250 was at 97.95 versus the houses were at 95.10. So basically when you're, you're looking at that, um, you know, outside of that, they're all pretty similar right on the money and everything in regards to what people are getting for their their condos. Um, even the ones that were the eight of them that were over uh, 500 to a million, they were at 97.88. So there wasn't even a lot of negotiating room, you know, basically that happened last week. Not saying that it couldn't happen for you, but um, last week that didn't happen. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, you know, I talk about the stats usually in the first segment, and I did that. And there, there was an article that came out that was talking about using stats when you're looking at property. And, and you know, we do that all the time. I mean, when you, when people are buying or selling a house, usually it's somewhat of an emotional decision if it's the place that you live or the place that you're going to live. And basically that comes down to because there's a lot of factors that are involved there. Um, you know, like safety is something that's really important for a lot of people. I was talking to one buyer this week and what they were looking at is that they definitely wanted to have that safe neighborhood because they walk their dogs at night and they wanted to obviously feel safe and you know obviously that's something that was very important to them so when you're going out and looking at houses and looking at neighborhoods and that kind of stuff that definitely comes into play into the decision and um, you know you can always look up the stats and we always in encourage people to go to the local sheriff and look up the crime stats or whatever, you know, for that neighborhood. But there's nothing like going there and actually, you know, feeling the neighborhood and seeing who's out and seeing what's going on. And, you know, um, like they were saying that we were in this one neighborhood and we were leaving and the neighbor waved when we were leaving. And so that actually was something that was a comfort to them and that they felt was really, you know, good and made them like that neighborhood better and everything. And, um, so, you know, that's very emotional. That's nothing that you can read anywhere or see or that you're going to find online or anything like that. And, um, Basically, you know, when you are looking at properties online and even they do have, you know, that Google where you could go on and you can actually like look at the whole neighborhood and do like a circular view and all of that kind of good stuff. But it's still not the same as being there. And so that's why it's so important and why a lot of sellers require that buyers actually see the property before they make an offer 
because that neighborhood can make a, a big difference to somebody. I remember a couple of years ago we had a house and um, that we had listed, and the the people that came in to buy it, um, they they actually saw it online first. The the their agent came and did the video and all of that kind of thing. And um, what happened is that when the buyer actually came for the inspection and everything, they didn't like the neighborhood because one of the neighbors next door liked to sit outside and sit in their driveway and kind of talk to people and stuff like that. And they didn't like that. So as a result of that, you know, they decided you know, not to purchase the property. And uh, we found a buyer, we had backup offers on that property, you know, from all um, angles and all that kind of stuff. So it was, you know, a couple of hours when it when we didn't have a buyer for it. But basically, um, you know, what I'm what I'm my point is, is that when it comes down to it, that it's really important that people are looking, um, you know, at those neighborhoods at the house, how it feels and all that kind of stuff. One house I went into this week, smelled an awful lot of smoke and they had just recently put down new carpet they had recently painted the place and all of that kind of stuff but after the years of smoking you know it still smelled very smoky in that house so they're going to have to do something a lot more to to get rid of that smoke smell in that house and so just walking in there and if you don't see that house you're not going to get that experience and you know that's what you know we talk many times about being nose blind or whatever um, when it comes to actually um, your own particular house and so you know walking into it with fresh eyes and all of that kind of stuff is something that you see but but basically I'm just talking about the emotionalness of purchasing a house that comes into play so when it comes down to it, though, it is a business thing because it's a payment that you're going to have to make or cash you're going to have to take out of your pocket in order to purchase it. And so we're always looking at, okay, what could we do better it to um, inform you so that you know the real value? Because sometimes when it, it comes down to it, um, you know, buyers want to offer a lot less and sellers want to get a lot more. And so actually coming to terms with what it actually is and being realistic about it is really important. And that's what, you know, we use statistics for. So if we're working with a seller, you know, we're going to actually go through and show you, you know, how everything compares to your particular house. And you're going to see all of that. And it's going to be, you know, um, great for you to, to actually have confidence in the figure that you might put it on the market for. And um, then when it comes to a buyer, it's the same thing. You still have to go through and do that because, you know, when it when you're getting a loan for it or you're buying that property, you know, you might look at it and say, oh, you know, it's been on the market for a long time or something. Well, there might be extenuating circumstances. You know, I just recently sold a property that the seller wanted to put it on the market previously, you know, a few months ago, and um, the tenant would not allow anyone in. So, you know, it wasn't a matter of anything being wrong with the house. It was just a matter of the tenant was not cooperative to let the house be shown. And so as a result of that, um, you know, we, we did some the things with it, but with the MLS rules, when it actually came back on the market, it looked like it had been on the market for like six months and it hadn't been. It was actually, um, you know, 
on new that day because the tenant had moved out. So basically, you know, when you're looking at these kinds of things and you're looking at some of this stuff, there might be a story behind the story that really makes sense that that you're looking at with different eyes and everything. So we use stats to actually try to get it so that you can look at it logically and the emotions are still going to be involved, but you want to make sure that they're, that you're still making that right decision. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. And the other thing that statistics do is I think that they allow buyers and sellers to know that they're making the right decision and everything and to be able to to come up with that and and know really you know where they're at and look at how that particular property is comparing to the other ones that are in the area to know that a that it's a good value or b that it's something that you can live with or c that um you know, basically as a seller that you're going, okay, well, that is the market and I have to be realistic about that because everybody would love to get more, I'm sure, but that's not always reality as we know in life. So that's kind of the scoop when it comes comes down to that. Now, um, you know, I saw this, this thing this week and this isn't new, but it's something that, um, you know, was just out in an article. I think they, they have X amount of articles they need to put out this week. And this what I thought was interesting for it to just let people know, but, um, it's talking about a not so secret way of building equity in your house. And basically what it comes down to is that if you make a half a payment every two weeks, instead of, you know, your your monthly payment on your mortgage, you're going to actually be making one extra payment a year and it's going to shave about six years off of a 30-year loan. So when you're looking at that, I mean, it actually makes sense that you're going to do that. Um, You can build equity um, faster and you can also reduce your PMI sooner, which is your mortgage insurance, that if you don't have 20% down when you purchase that property, once you get to that 20% down, you can take that off of there. Unless you have an FHA loan, it goes for the life of the loan. But if you have 20% equity, it might be worth refinancing to get rid of that. Um, I think they call it mortgage insurance. It's, it's a different term for an FHA loan. So basically what it comes down to is that it's showing that um, the interest paid on a regular loan that on a $1,751 payment, um, paying 12 months a year, you're going to be paying 330000 in interest versus if you did that um, extra payment a year and paid half of it every two weeks, you would only be paying two sixty three in interest versus again like three thirty. So it saves you a lot of money and it saves you, um, you know, five month, five years and two months. So that's all awesome. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call four zero seven five six six two five five five. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. 
So I found an interesting article this week that was talking about um, Florida Airbnb counties and kind of what's going on here. And um, basically, this is just Airbnb, and there are multiple sites, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that as we go on and get into this. But um, it was talking about that Miami-Dade Airbnb investors made $76 million last year, and Osceola County, it was $64 million. Statewide Florida Airbnb investors um, brought in over thirty over $3 billion. So $3 billion was brought in through the Airbnbs in Florida last year. And um, it was talking just to one guy here, and it said that, that when he bought a vacation home in Kissimmee uh, and put it on Airbnb, his goal was just to break even because he wanted to have a place where they could come and all of that and all that. But um, basically, he figured if it covered the homes and expenses and they could vacation there, then that was a win. But last year, his five-bedroom vacation property earned more than 50000 And so um, it was more than his expenses, basically, is what it was. Um, but it, it, this um, thing here says that in Osceola County, the average host in Osceola County um, has 14700 that they're bringing in. Now, this guy said he brought in, um, you know, 50 grand. Well, I think the difference is a lot of it is that most people have it on multiple sites when you do have a vacation home. So the Airbnb portion was 14.7, but they might have it on VRBO and other locations that are going to bring in additional income as well. And there's a few companies, a few select companies that we work with out there in the vacation market that they manage them. And so basically when it comes down to it, you know, they're responsible because they actually take a piece of what they bring in. Um, And then if you want to bring in something on your own, then that's a lesser fee. That's less of their fee than it is if, um, you know, they're doing all the marketing and all of that kind of stuff. And basically, you know, this guy who brought in 50 grand for his house, there were a couple things that he did. One thing is that he put an arcade in the garage and he had um, turned one of the bedrooms into a movie theater. So those kinds of things are what people are looking for you know, in their vacation home that are going to bring in more per night and all of that kind of thing as well. And so if you've got, you know, just the same as everybody else, then a lot of times it is not that much money that you're bringing in per night. But this guy is bringing in between three ninety five and four ninety five per night in the nights that he's renting out because he's got those extra things in there that makes his house different and the things that people want. And so he wanted, he said he wanted to make it so the families could interact instead of being in their own little worlds. And so that, um, that basically is, you know, why he bought that house and what he wanted to do with it. And, um, basically when it comes down to it, that in Osceola County, there is a tourist development tax from the short-term rentals that is collected and that's collected. They help you on VRBO and on Airbnb. And then obviously, if you have somebody manage it, they help as well on that. And that's basically the same as like the hotel tax. So, um, and and believe it or not, in Osceola County, I know, um, I haven't looked at it recently, but a few years ago, the number two hotel 
supposedly, <laughs> in Osceola County in bringing in tourist dollars was um, the vacation rental properties, you know, obviously all conglomerated together and everything. There was one hotel that beat them. But outside of that, they all brought in that much money, you know, for the hotel tax. So it's not a small business, um, you know, overall in conglomerate, it might be on your own. But if it is something that you want to do, you know, we have all the resources and we know the best communities and, and the best things to have in your house to actually make it make the most money and all of that. And so um, basically, we've been working with this for a while. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody was aware that there are options if you want to do that, and what you can do to make things better. So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407 566 2555. That's 407 566 2555. So, in the same vein of of investing, you know, and buying an Airbnb house, so there. When in getting a loan on them, you know, there, there are different ways to finance a real estate investment that, um, that I found this article on that this week. But basically, when it when it comes down to it that, um, you know, when you are getting an Airbnb or a vacation home, there are two loans that are out there for that. One of them is a second home. Now, if you're getting a second home, you generally cannot get, um, you know, it's going to be pretty close to what the interest rate is. A lot of times on your own home, there are some lender things that have changed recently in the last couple of years. And as a result of that, um, they're pretty close to something that's on an Airbnb. And I think that the reason that it went up a little bit is because, um, they, they couldn't really tell, you know, who is going to be doing it as an investment and renting it out when you weren't there or if it truly was a second home. And so they, those interest rates now have become closer where it used to be that on that, if it was truly a second home, the interest rate was significantly less. But there were some major forms that you had to sign when you were getting that loan that said you were not going to rent it out and that it was truly a second home. And if they did find out that you were renting it out, the bank, that they could foreclose on it. I mean, there was that strong of language that was out there. And so I think that the banks just kind of said, hey, you know, reality is that a lot of people probably are going to, on the occasion, rent it out. And so we're not going to penalize them for that, but just make the interest rates more the same. So there is the regular banks that you could do that on. Um, credit unions is another place where you can definitely, um, you know, get a competitive interest rate and you have to be a member of the credit union usually in order to um, be able to do that. Um, private lending can attract investors if you don't have inadequate credit history and it may make a bank loan difficult and they have more flexible qualifying requirements. They might have a little bit higher interest rate or a higher down payment or some kind of personal collateral that you might have to put up on that as well. There are also microloans that are another funding option. 
and um, these um, have lenient qualifying terms and credit score requirements. So that's that's something that you know you can look at as well when it comes to um, financing your real estate investment. I mean, private lenders are definitely out there, and a lot of options and that kind of thing out there for people. But there are loans, you know, for second homes, you know, for you know the vacation rentals that you want to do and that kind of thing. And like I said, the interest rates are just a little bit higher because, you know, they figure if you're making money and it's not your personal house that they could do that. Taxes, you have to look at the whole big picture, but we do that with you if that's something that you want to do, that we look at everything that is involved, you know, because if you do, if you are investing in real estate and you're going short term, you know, Airbnb versus long term where you've got a tenant in there for a year, you know, there are additional expenses. For example, electricity is generally paid for by the tenant if it's a long-term rental, but obviously if somebody's going to rent it out short-term, they're not going to be putting the electricity in their name for a week. So that's something that as the owner you have to cover. So there's a lot of those expenses that you have to consider and look at. It can be a great, um, you know, investment, however, and with these companies that we work with, you know, they're ver- they, they know which um, development sell, which, um, you know, which, uh, which I mean, sell meaning that which people want and they're going to pay more money for. And so with all of those decisions that you need to make, we can definitely help you out there with them. And a lot of times the houses that you're purchasing in that, they already come furnished. They come with the sheets, the towels, everything. So they're turnkey, ready to go. But in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. You're listening to Central Florida Real Estate Radio with local expert and my friend, Laura Peterson. And now, here's Laura. Welcome back, everybody. I'm from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, I wanted to give our free report today and I was talking to somebody this week and they had told me that they had called in and ordered the report and they didn't get it and so um, first of all if you did that I want to apologize to you because that was not intentional Um, and so what I found is that our 800 number that I give out is not working the way that it should so I appreciate the person letting me know that they've ordered the report and they didn't get it and and that was the reason why so I'm going to give you the report I'm going to give you the number but you can just go ahead and call the office and we'll get it to you. Um, you know, there's somebody that'll answer the phone and they'll, anytime that you want to call and they'll um, just take your address or email address and we'll definitely get it right out to you. So the report this week is how to get the price you want and need. And um, the, the report is number 1016. That's the report number that you're going to be um, asking for today if you want to get this this um, report. And um, basically, it kind of ties into what we were talking about in the beginning of the show with stats. 
because it says pricing, pricing strategy starts with good information. If you don't have good information, then you're not going to make that right decision, right? And it is, um, the market is very price sensitive. One of the things that, that we talk about is our pricing strategy, that when you go in there, and, and just one of the stats that we show, is that if your pr- house is priced at market value, you're going to get about 60% of the people that could purchase your home into it. If it is priced below market value, you're going to get about 95% of the people in there. If it's like 15% below, you're going to get 95% of the people that could buy that house in it. And if it's above market value, um, 15%, you're only going to get about 10% of the people in there that could actually purchase it. So, you know, when you're looking at it, if you're not, if your house is on the market, And I'm not saying just putting it on the market is going to do this because it doesn't because we do a lot of other things as well to make this all work. But um, pricing is part of it. And if if with what we're doing to market it, plus it being on the market, um, we're not getting the results that we want, then we know that it's like we've got a problem with our pricing or what we're doing or something like that. So we're definitely looking at what we have to do to make things different, um, you know, in doing that. But so pricing strategy starts with good information. So you definitely, you know, want to look at that. And um, I recently had a situation where a seller wanted to price their property, you know, about 50000 higher than what the market was. And so what we did and... And the interesting thing is, is that I had the exact same house in the exact same neighborhood, just down a couple that we put it on the market too. So this will show, this will be the perfect example of the pricing strategy and how that all works. So they put their property on the market at 450 and then, you know, every couple of weeks they were reducing it until they got to um, 399, I believe it was, or 390 something like that. It went, but it went down. um, So it went down like 60,000, you know, is basically what it went down. And um, then they ended up taking another $10,000 off of that because there had been so many price reductions and people were looking at it that way and all of that kind of thing. So the exact same house went on the market that we put on the market, but we listed it at that 399. And basically within three or four days with all of our marketing and everything we did, same marketing on both properties, same everything that we did, that that house actually brought in 13,000 more than the other house in less time. So that is a total testament in regards to, you know, how the pricing works and how important and everything that it is. So, um, that that little story isn't in our report, but basically how to get the price you want and need is um, the name of our report, and it's at report number 1016. You can just call the office at 407-566-2555, and we'll get it off, off to you. And, um, you know, so how um, your asking price affects your selling price is basically what it talks about. If you're overpriced, if you're somewhat overpriced, if you're priced currently at market value and below market value. So this kind of goes through and explains all of that stuff to you. So if you're interested in that, you know, we're more than happy to get it off to you because I think that it's important that you understand that. And when we sit down with people, we basically, you know, go through those things and make sure that that we're all on the same page in knowing exactly, you know, what we're looking for and what we want to do and all that kind of good stuff.
So if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you want to reach us, you can call 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So, um, you know, it is Easter. So again, I want to wish everybody a happy Easter. And so instead of talking about a house of the week, I thought I would end with uh, going through this um, poem called One Solitary Life that was by Dr. James Allen in 1926. But um, it's a it's a great poem. And I just thought that it would it would be a good thing to end the show on Easter. So um, he was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He grew up in another obscure village where he worked in a carpenter shop until he was 30. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never went to college. He never visited a big city. He never traveled more than 200 miles from the place he, where he was born. He did none of the things usually associated with greatness. He had no credentials but himself. He was only 33. His friends ran away. One of them denied him. He was turned over to his enemies and went through a mockery of a trial. He was nailed to a cross between two thieves while dying. His executioners gambled for his clothing, the only property he had on earth. When he died, he also had, when he, he was laid in a borrowed grave through the pity of a friend. Nineteen centuries have come and gone, and today Jesus is a century, central figure of the human race and the leader of mankind's progress. All of the armies have never, ever marched. All of the navies that have ever sailed, all of the parliaments that have ever sat, all of the kings that have ever reigned put together have not affected the life of mankind on earth as powerfully as that one solitary life. So I just wanted to, um, you know, wish you guys again a very happy Easter. And I know a lot of people, you know, go to church this day, and I hope that you are. Um, I'm actually going to the church I go to. I don't talk about that very often, but I go to um, G5. It's actually in Davenport, so it's called G5 Church. It's actually on um, uh, 50 or 60 acres. So it's got, um, it's a big property and got lots of room and, and lots of nature. They're actually doing services today at one o'clock this afternoon, 11 o'clock in the morning, and then nine o'clock might be a little bit hard to get to. And, um, you know, so it's really kind of on the south side of, of town, you know, um, right there on the Osceola Polk line. But um, I think that, you know, for everybody that you want to celebrate and have a great day with your friends and family and all of that, I know a lot of things are closed today. And um, that's, that's awesome. But there are places open if you need to find places. But a lot of the grocery stores and those kinds of things are all, all closed on, on Easter Sunday. So, um, you know, I just wanted to, to say that. And it went a little bit faster than what I thought I was going to take on it. So I've still got a little minute or whatever here. So I'll go back to um, our free report here because I didn't finish up with that. But, but basically, you know, when it when it comes down to the price that you want and need, um, you know, I'm one for all making sure that numbers work and, and everything for you. And, you know, you, you're obviously going to be the one that makes the decision in regards to, you know, whether or not you want to buy or sell another home. But basically I think it's really important to look at the whole big picture. And, and that's why one of the things that we do with sellers is that we actually go ahead and give them, um, what we call a net sheet and actually shows them what they're going to end up with in their pocket. Cause you can sell a house for whatever you want to, but the ultimate 
Bottom line is what's going to end up in your pocket, right? So in order to get in touch with us, you can call 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com. And I hope all of you guys have a great one. Have a happy Easter, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.